Hello, ladies. The Big Balboski here. And right now, you're listening to the Matt Madness Podcast. They talking all of this madness. Talking all of this madness. Talking all of this madness. They talking. Hello, all of everybody, and welcome back to the Matt Madness Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Ron Pashery. With me this week are my good friends, Preptagon Jr., Josh Prept Iguina. You thought I wouldn't pull up? You stupid. <laughs> and Mr. Wednesday Night Live, Alo Aaron Lloyd. Uh, this week we don't have a pay. Or I guess it's not that rare anymore. We usually get a couple weeks every month where we don't review anything and we don't preview anything. Um, so no pay per views this week. But subscribe on iTunes, uh, please. We'd really appreciate any five star ratings and reviews you could leave us. It would help the show a lot. And I guess the uh, before we get into the biggest story, there's something else that's kind of a, a general topic that kind of caught my eye earlier today everybody is familiar if you say all in (laughs) everybody knows what you're talking about correct oh god yes and wwe or e i don't know who exactly it was that tweeted but something about for total divas the women are all in for this season of total divas yep and someone called them out on it you know you shouldn't Basically, send a cease and desist or whatever for somebody. Was it too sweet? Is that the thing that they. Yeah. Yeah. And then use somebody else's catchphrase. And of course, number one fan of the show, Brian Gerard James, <laughs> had to run his little mouth and say basically something to the effect of, oh, well, both sides can play that game. Well, guess what, Brian? Only one side actually went after the other side. And then if you're going to go after one side, you don't then go do the same thing you went after them for. So let them have all in. It's not a big deal, but it really pisses me off. You've basically become a company like Xerox, where nobody says, oh, you know, they, they've overtaken the photocopy game, or Kleenex has overtaken the tissue. There's different things like that. I, I think for a while, I don't know if it's the case anymore, but like, Folgers or something like that. A certain Folgers. product overtakes the actual item it is. Like, WWE, you are that with wrestling. Most people don't say, oh, pro wrestling. They'll say, oh, it's like WWE. Just don't be like that. It's really annoying. It's really stupid. Brian, if you were here right now, I might suspend you for a week from listening <laughs> to the show. I don't know. Any Where's he going to get all his ideas? <laughs> He's not using enough of them, so I don't think it's going to hurt the product that much. He has plenty that we've brought up that they've never used, so he could go into a backlog and use them for a week. This is true. Yeah. Does, does this bother either of you the way it bothered me? I don't care. <laughs> I, I, like, I saw the commercial this morning, and then a few hours later while I'm at work, I'm scrolling through, and then you know how quick the internet is. Well, mm-hmm. WWE used the word all in on a commercial. Like, so what? Th- who cares? It's th- them using it is not what bothers me. His reaction to someone calling them out is what bothers me. Like I said, if if they were doing something and WWE left it alone, obviously it's fine. But the fact that WWE gets all pissy about somebody else doing something that they claim is theirs, don't don't try to steal something of someone else's. I, I think it's it's and don't get 
don't be a baby about it when you get called out. And then my thing is, like, for it not be, it shouldn't be a big deal at all because it's for damn total divas. It's not for the pay per view. It's not for WrestleMania. It's not for SummerSlam. It's for total divas of all things. You're comparing that to All In, really? Yeah. I don't. I don't care about that stuff. I don't look that too deep into stuff, but. The way wrestling fans are is, oh, they're trying to do this. They're trying to steal um, the um, Cody and the Bucks idea. Like, it's words on a commercial. It's not plastered in all in the show. It's not used as a slogan on for the sh- for the season of the show. It's not. It's just some words that were plastered on a commercial, and it was a bunch of words plastered on a commercial. Not just that. It's not that serious. Yeah, I didn't see the commercial. I just saw the tweet. I agree. It's not a big deal. Like, it doesn't really matter. It just really annoys me, though. Um, Brian's response. His response annoys me, and, like, I have no doubt they used the words all in for that reason. Yeah, I I believe it, too, but it's not that serious. (laughs) And the fact that people, like, really argue about that stuff is, like, 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 do you have a life? (laughs) (laughs) Does it bother you? No. (laughs) It's just people trying to make something out of nothing to me. And I, like... Brian's response would bother me. Anybody's response, except Cody Rhodes, bothers me. <laughs> did Cody say anything about it, or did he not even acknowledge it? He, no. said, he said other things to prep this week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Had a very eventful week. <laughs> oh, that's right. I don't know if you yeah, saw that. You, I did see it. Uh, do you want to get into it at all? Okay. The views of Elroy Preston are not a fucking podcast. So... I know I said that I resigned as far as the Madman is Wrestling podcast. So that's what you were getting at. I, I That completely went over my head when you said that at the Open. I forgot about that. <laughs> but I am here because the only reason I said I was resigned was because of a joke I made. <laughs> so I decided to use another joke. <laughs> so last weekend, Cody Rhodes was photographed wearing... A, like a varsity jacket a varsity style jacket or bomber jacket mm-hmm. with a towel under tucked in yeah around his neck tucked into the front of the jacket yes very pro wrestling but there is one thing that Cody Rhodes had in the early days of being the elite and it was F the Revival mm-hmm. the Revival wear that on TV nowadays so I took the screenshot of the picture and I tweeted to him, I said, dude, Cody Rhodes want to be the revival so bad. <laughs> Clearly a joke. Yes. 264 likes and 12 <laughs> retweets later. <laughs> Endless people saying FTR. <laughs> and then other people saying, it's so funny that he's a wrestling podcaster. Like, all right, guys. It's clearly a joke, and the fact that you guys don't understand it's a joke is stupid. But he replied to it himself. But he replied himself. <laughs> so he took the time out yeah, to yeah. actually respond to it. And that's that's why it got so much love, was because he said something. And he said, also JBL, also Luthez, also Vern, also Pro Wrestling. I don't know who JBL is, <laughs> but I think the other two are pretty important. And yes, I know most pro wrestlers wear this when they have that southern style. Yeah, that was the point of your joke. Yes. To anybody who said, oh, I can't believe he has a wrestling pot, grow up <laughs> and shut up. For maybe the fifth 
to tenth time on this show. I am not hard to find. <laughs> Actually, I might be now because you probably won't find me any of the nerdy shows you guys go to. Because um, I don't have time for it. But yeah, Cody, I appreciate Cody responding. I believe Cody's comment was very tongue in cheek. And I can't wait to see him in Chicago when I will be wearing the same thing he wore in that <laughs> I swear to God, I'm going to print out a picture of that tweet with his reply and get him to sign it. Because Love. I'm a mark. And because if he only knew how I turned around on him from when he started on the Indies till now, he, he wouldn't hate me. No, he'd appreciate it. Exactly. Um, I gave him the benefit of the doubt, and I turned around. Like, but I gave him a chance. Yeah. Speaking of Cody, um, I'm I'm working on something to bring a little bit of extra weight to the show next week. Oh yeah. Yes. I'm curious what that's gonna be. I'm I'm waiting for a response. Okay. <laughs> well, keep us posted. Yes. <laughs> um, speaking of giving something a chance, uh, we had a Vince McMahon appearance on Raw this week. He's I'm old sorry. Oh God, he looks terrible. He does. We had his daughter, Stephanie McMahon, on the show this week. We had his son-in-law, Hunter Hearst Helmsley, on the show this week. H. (laughs) To announce an all-women's pay-per-view called WWE Evolution. Um, Another opportunity for the entire women's roster to stand together and hug it out and celebrate together. Can we please... (laughs) Be done with it. We don't need to have this every three to four months. And we, we've we talked a lot about the women's revolution and the growth in the women's division and the four horse women on this show. And I think we appreciate it probably more than the average fan does. But I'm just tired of everything having to be treated like... It's the biggest deal ever. Like, I love that they're getting their own show. We, we talked about it as soon as the Greatest Royal Rumble happened, when they weren't allowed to be there. Like, they'll probably get rewarded in some way. And I guess this is the way they're doing it. And there's, like, another thing, another couple things I think I have to say about this. One, I think we all, as wrestling fans, need to accept that... Raw and SmackDown are not wrestling shows anymore. It's not what they are. Can, can, you say that? can you say that again for the IWC? Raw and SmackDown are not wrestling shows. They aren't about matches. They aren't about championships. They aren't even about storytelling. They're just shows about WWE. Like, that announcement was not about championing the women's division. That announcement was about shining a light on themselves saying, look what we did. This is what we did. That's what it's all about. It's like people talked about the news. The The point of the evening news was not for people to get news. The point of the evening news was to get people in front of a TV and watch advertisements. WWE has now become just, it's just a show about WWE where they're promoting themselves for three hours on Monday night and two hours on Tuesday night. That's that's what it is. It's not a wrestling show. It's an advertisement for itself. Um, and the other thing is, I mentioned this two years ago, I think, on TJR Wrestling, that I thought maybe the women's audience was untapped. 
and maybe that was a chance for them to separate themselves by having a, an all-women's show. And I advocated when the brand split happened, have all the women on Raw. Don't bother having them on both shows. Like, showcase it on the quote-unquote A show. Is there a chance that this is them workshopping an all-women's show in the not-too-distant future? Are they going to maybe, like, casting the line out and see... Will people tune into an all women's show and maybe we'll have an all women's brand? Yeah, no doubt. I, I believe it. Um, I've been talking about Bruce Pritchard for the last few weeks. He, um, they talked about it in 1999 about having an all really? women's show. Yeah, but it, it didn't go, it didn't go accordingly. But um, yeah, I have no doubt that the women will get a show in the near future, especially with the whole women's tag titles thing. Because yeah. I don't know if you guys read earlier, but Sasha Banks reportedly got heat. Because she posted a picture after the announcement came out that Stephanie was making an announcement on Raw. Sasha Banks posted a picture on her Instagram story of the first ever women's tag team champions, but she quickly took it down. So they reported now that she got heat for that because that was one part of the announcement for Evolution in October. But I'm excited for Evolution. I really am. Um, Stephanie's speech, I, t- I take it for whatever. But the Triple H thing, I I wholeheartedly I wholeheartedly believe that was authentic for him because all the women in that division he ba- he kind of like raised to an extent except for probably Mickey James in, in the savvy bit Alicia Fox but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she's been in the game a long time yeah, yeah. Hey, we don't get to say that nearly <laughs> enough savvy I know she's come back yeah. but um all those women they came from NXT and he kind of helped create a lot create a lot of them and um they all speak highly of him they call him I believe they call him Papa Hunter something in, like that in, yeah. in NXT I remember I heard Sasha Banks talking about that before but that was I feel like a a genuine reaction from Triple H because he kind of like watched these women grow from basically not nearly not really nothing but he he basically saw them from the bottom and he's helped develop them to where they are now and now they're here yeah (laughs) and no matter what you no matter what you have to say about Charlotte Flair Sasha Banks Becky Lynch Bailey Triple H was a part of a part of their growth as individuals and wrestlers but I said the Stephanie thing, whatever. But I'm, but like, I'm really excited for this. Um, they have a lot of work to do between now and then. They have two months to actually build up this division. I don't know if you guys, guys have also seen, but reports is also saying that Alexa Bliss and Carmella they'll drop their titles, which I do expect because I think, I think for us to succeed, you have to have your best show forward, put your best foot forward for this show, and have your best matches that you could actually possibly have because we're getting 50 women past present. And future, that's their tagline yeah. for it. Trish Stratus is already confirmed. Lita's already confirmed for this. So, we, so we may get some po- we may get some possible dream matches if we don't get that tag team division. But I do think we will get the tag team, women's tag titles. But I'm really excited. Like even though I've been boycotting shows, I I want ch- I will check my work schedule. But I'm kind of interested in going to this. I Where really, is it at? Um, New York, Nassau Coliseum, I believe. It's not Barclays, which is good. Yeah, I, it's like, yeah when it's got announced and the location, I'm like, I'm looking at my schedule because I, I have interest. They go on tickets, go on sale next month. I have interest because I know me and you. I, I'm prep, 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 prep. Me, you, me, uh, me and you probably a little bit more more than prep. We're invested into this women's wrestling thing, and even when the women's revolution before the women's revolution started, even when they were like bathroom breaks, I still watch because I still cared. Like I grew up on Trish Stratus and Lita, even when, when we had. The low, the no period with women. The Beth Phoenix was still around. Natty was still around. I still 
try to appreciate it for what it was. So I'm like, I'm really excited to see what happens with this. But they said they have a lot of work to do. But I do think they have to put their best match card forward for this show to actually succeed. Agreed. Prep your thoughts on WWE Evolution. I don't know. I mean, my buddy Richie complained about the name because he thinks Hunter's just putting himself in the line But for me, I'm excited about it. I mean, I want to see it, the matches and yeah. stuff. I, w- I would go to the show. So if Alo says he wants to go, I'm down. I'm going too. Right. But I don't. Do they need their own show? Is I it? think they do because this this is the thing. I'm sorry to cut you off. No, you're good. They do because how many times have we said on this show? What the hell are they doing with this women's division? Like, they'll make it important. Like, for example, Ronda Rousey, they're making a big deal about that. And um, about a year and a half ago, they made a big deal about Charlotte and Sasha Banks. But other than that, that's it. It's been Alexa Bliss. Like, we, we all love Alexa Bliss and champion her on the show. But it's been only Alexa Bliss. And then, of course, with the women's tag titles, I don't have a problem with because no matter what, almost every week on row, we get a women's tag team match. And then with the influx of women talent that they have, because even in NXT, they still have a lot of women's talent that's going to come up eventually, too. You know, Shayna Baszler will be up, will probably be up soon. Um, Bianca Belair, she'll probably still be down there for a little bit. And Candice LeRae, etc. But you got to find something to do with all these women because a lot of many times we see we go and say, like, where's this person? Where's Naomi? Where's Becky Lynch? Becky Lynch wasn't on TV for probably a month at a t- month, months at a time, and Naomi, we haven't seen it in a month either. So whether it's an hour or what, I think we should be ready for a women's show, especially if, we, if they do introduce tag titles. It doesn't, have to be two, it doesn't have to be two hours. It could be an hour like 205 Live is. But just get the women out there. If 205 Live, if they could do 205 Live, they could do a women's show. But do you want the women's show to be treated like 205 Live? Because for us, we enjoy the matches, but it's still 205 Live. Yeah, see, my, I'm glad you talked about 205 Live, because during the weekend, I finally watched uh, Mustafa Ali and Buddy Murphy. Great match. But the thing is, since I don't watch 205 Live, I had a hard time caring. And then the crowd didn't really pop for anything. It was pretty silent. But if that match happened in NXT at Full Sail, the crowd would have went nuts. Yeah. And... Like Prep said, that's the risk they take. Would it get treated like 205 Live? When would we do it? Would you do it before Raw? Would you do it? You can't. Would you do it before SmackDown? But SmackDown still has 205 Live, so that's the that's that's the problem that they're going to have. If you do if they ever like do a women's show? If you want to like do episodes taped ahead of time, but where are you going to tape them ahead of time? That's just stuff they got to figure out. But they need a women's show because you can't even on SmackDown. You can't fit all these women on television. You can't. Well, this is the last thing I'll say about this topic. Even main event was important at one time. Yeah. Yeah, remember they... I, I remember that first episode. It was so good. <laughs> Punk versus Sheamus, Sheamus versus Champion. So look where it's at now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't... It, to me, it just all depends on what their execution of it is. If it's going to be just another 205 Live, then no, we don't need it. Because... It's it's, it's just only going to make you more upset. Yeah. Like, you want to see Sasha, but if you only see Sasha once a month... Yeah, but I, but you still keep them on Raw and SmackDown, and you tell stories there, but you also have that, that women's show, because if you have the women's tag title, they're reporting and saying they'll be on both... The champions will travel to both shows, but then that... 
with SmackDown being a two-hour show, it's like, ah, can you really fit that in there? But no matter what, Smack Raw always has a tag team, a tag team match for the most part. Yeah, my feeling when I first started to talk about it a couple of years ago was that it was I wanted it. You know, I thought it could be really good. I, I read thought your good. TJR article. Yeah, <laughs> it was something I thought could be really good. It was something I thought they had the talent for. I didn't have the same distrust in what they produce at that time as I do now. And I do not trust that it would be treated properly by WWE. And that would be my big concern. Treat it properly how? Because I think it would just be a throwaway with garbage storylines. I think basically the the muddled up stuff that we get on Raw and SmackDown, we would just get that on a bigger scale. So I, even, I don't think they would do a good job with it. So... If, so you think? Do you think if Triple H took took control of this show from the get go, because the women's title has more cachet than the cruiserweight title does, so if Triple H was in charge and just let the girls go, like he's doing now with Two Hundred Five Live, do you think that it'll be fine? Because I think I think it'll be fine, because the women already have more cachet than some cruiserweights. If Triple H is running it, and Triple H gets to do what he wants with it, I would have some faith. For it, I just don't. I have a hard time believing that they would do that. I think, especially if they're making a big deal out of it, I think Vince would want to have his hands on it. Because I think Triple H will be in charge of this of evolution. (laughs) 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 I'm sure he'll be in charge. All the pieces just completely fit together. (laughs) I'm sure he'll be in charge of that show because I'm excited because the Raw titles women's titles are going to be SmackDown women's titles are going to be on the line the NXT titles are going to be on the line in the finals of the Million Classic and yet to be announced if it's going to happen tag titles if, I don't know how the, the, the tournament's going to culminate there or what we're not even sure how long the show's going to be will be the four hour format three hour format we're not sure yet yeah I'm not anti women's brand I'm all for it because I think that it could be good. I my concern is that it won't be good, and not through the fault of the talent. Um, but I am excited about the all women's show and then the all women's pay per view. Like I think it'll be a good show. Yeah, and then with I the think they're going to want to tear the house down, and I think they're going to let them tear the house yeah, down. And then with the whole like the whole push, the whole movement of of women empowerment, especially going on now, I don't, I don't even think Stephanie would even, like, if they did get her own show and stuff, I don't even think Stephanie would, like, let that fail. I think, like, they will push that to try to put women to the same level as men. I guess we'll see. That's, that, that's what they've been trying to do for the last two years, basically. Because they, they're doing everything the men are doing now, so I think they would, I think they would actually push that really hard. Well, a good step in the direction of making that happen is stop bringing out the whole roster and having them hug for every event that happens. So, you know, you know. Let I this hate, be the end of it. You know, I hate that. You, you well, know, just get ready because <laughs> every break of the match, they're gonna go to ringside. Roman Reigns gonna be right there. <laughs> Shinsuke is gonna be hugging some random on the side. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't like. I want this to be kind of treated like the Mae Young Classic. I don't want to see any men. <laughs> <laughs> Except for in the crowd, I want women referees. I think I said I think they'll go all out like they do with the man. And I like classic. the I like the woman referee that's yeah, on I NXT. Too. She's good. Yeah. yeah, like last year, man, class they had women referees. Um, I would like a I would like women's commentary, but I don't think you need somebody experienced to actually 
go along with him. So I, I'm assuming because Beth Phoenix, she did commentary yeah. in Mixed Match Challenge. Call the homie Sarah Shock. Yeah, so, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure Beth Phoenix will probably be on commentary. I think she's wrestling. Possibly. I'm actually I'm actually that in a second. But um maybe even have Renee on Renee up there because Renee's actually really good on commentary. I didn't commentary. think she was bad she on that. She's good on commentary. She's NXT for a little bit. She's good on commentary. Maybe have Renee out there with JR or Cole or whatever. Just throw them out throw them out there, see see how it goes. But I would like to like see a strong woman presence. I don't want to see any men in this show. I don't want to see men clapping in the crowd. I don't want to see that. Oh, well, superstars clapping. Yeah, I Roman's don't want to see that. Yeah, and please not Michael Cole. Don't I don't, give I don't him want any Cole. Ideas. <laughs> I don't want Cole. I prefer Jr. Don't put Lita on commentary. Don't don't oh, do that. No, she's off. Don't do that. Nah. But, but I like a strong. God, I just thought of something. What if Stephanie does commentary? But that, that's that's another story. But um, she'll be on a microphone at the commentary table at some point. Yeah, at some night. point. Yeah, there's no way yeah, she's she won't not be do in it. A, she won't be in a match. Laugh because laugh kind of. I know he hates Stephanie. <laughs> I know he hates Stephanie, but he has to stop doing that to her. Because she, she didn't put her face... What will you do if she puts herself in the main event of this show? I'll, I'll just admit it. Like, her and Rhonda. <laughs> I have no problem calling out people's egos, as we know. <laughs> yeah. But, I'm always, but like, I don't think Stephanie's going to put herself in the match. I think at, more, at most she'll be out there to kick the show off with a speech, and she might do commentary for the whole show for all we know. Is this what they're... The reason why they're dragging out Sasha and Bailey right now to make it last until this to have them in a match with each other? I don't know because loser goes to team. SmackDown. <laughs> I don't. I, <laughs> I'm sorry, Marty and Sarah. Oh my! I I cannot love that. I missed that. That clip was so good. Did you see? That's <laughs> I didn't. I I heard a little bit. I sent it to. You. It was so good, so good. But um. But when, when the rumor of the tag titles came out, I was thinking they, they went to therapy, so this is kind of like mimicking Team Hell No. Because Team Hell No, they had a match at SummerSlam. Yeah. They went to, and then the next month, they won the tag titles. So I was like, is this going is to mirror that? But then you got this pay-per-view and coming up. I'm like, what are you, you going to do? If, are you going to have the, the tag team title tournament there or what? Are they going to be in the finals? But I'm not sure where they're going to go with this. Right. But, um... Who do you? What do you like? What matches do you think they'll go for, for this match? For 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 Evolution. I'm trying to think. Who are the champions going to be? Let's let's assume come October. Let, well, let's assume Becky and Ronda the champions. I, I'm a, I'm I, I'm just about certain Ronda's role in the champion. I'm not saying I think they're going to do this. I would like to see Ronda and Nia. Have another match at Evolution because you have to believe Ron is going to main event this. Yeah, and I would love to see her against Nia. I loved that match the first time. I would love to see it actually come to a conclusion when they do it again, and why not do it on that show? And Becky, Charlotte. That's what I was going to say. Becky why not just Charlotte. have Becky? Yeah, and Charlotte. Becky and Charlotte. We need that because they they were teasing that um, for the past few months. So I have no doubt we'll see that. Charlotte, I can't wait till you come back. Thank <laughs> you so much. Yeah, those are probably the two that I would call for the most, those two title matches. In the NXT Women's titles. If there is a tag team championship, like would you like to see like the Iconics against Sasha and Bailey or something like that? So I personally, these are the matches I want to see. I want to see Sasha versus Ronda. Okay. I want to see Bailey versus a legend. And then I want to see the Iconics versus... Whoever, doesn't even pick, matter. Pick anybody. <laughs> yeah, because um, so Bailey's already said she wants to face Lita. But, okay. Um, 
no doubt. I, I believe Charlotte's Becky Becky's going to be a lock for the, for the SmackDown Women's Title. I, I'm I'm just about certain that's going to happen. I want Ronda to face Sasha because I think that's that, that's the best match you could actually have for her. And Sasha's also championed Ronda Rousey's work at Money in the Bank for the mo- yeah a couple of weeks ago. The NXT Women's Title. No, I'm I'm up in the air about Shayna Baszler because they try to the way she's booked they make her they make her such a badass but none of her matches are actually like really really good. But I don't think they're bad. Like like because I was a big I was coming at her heavy. Yeah, I mean, but I, I actually enjoy like what she's yeah been I, doing. yeah I I enjoy like all the things she does but like her matches they're not like they're not like. They're not at the same level. Yeah, a lot of those yeah, yeah. There's not a lot of there's not a lot of moves happening. You know what I mean? She's no Ember Moon yeah. in the ring, that's for sure. Yeah. So um, let's. I'll, I'm assuming Shayna Baszler because she's facing Kyrie Sane at Takeover. So let's say Shayna Baszler is. I want to see her face Bianca Belair. But I'm so I was gonna she, say I want to see Bianca Belair truly become the <laughs> NXT that night. Yeah, but, but if they don't put a trigger on Bianca Belair, I'd love to see Candice LeRae get, get the title shot. And you have to believe the Bellas are gonna. Get into this somehow, some way. Oh, there you go, Iconics versus yeah, Iconics versus the Bellas. Because that's been who like doesn't so- want to see that. Yeah, that's yeah. been like a social media thing. I think that'd be really fun. It would be, even though I, I don't want to hear the Bellas talk. I just oh, I think I that'd do. be fun. I miss the Bellas. <laughs> yeah, Milf Bree goat, but um, and I like Bailey versus Lita. That's also something there. And then if, Ra- if Sasha doesn't face Ronda, Sasha versus Trish, they tease at the Rumble. That that was great. There's a, there's a lot of things like we can actually see out of this that I really would really would enjoy. Friend and of the show, Marty and Sarah said they hope that the <laughs> girls have <laughs> men's valet. <laughs> yes, so good. <laughs> it's a Could you imagine? <laughs> Where like, do I apply for that? <laughs> like, Becky coming out and Sammy, like, <laughs> bank into the ring. So, when I was at the Performance Center and they had the live event that day, they asked us, you know, would you like to take part in the live event? And I was like, sure. Like, what are my options? And they listed everything and I, I was like, I don't want to do commentary because I feel like that's really hard and not in my wheelhouse. So I best said, talker in the game. I said I wanted Didn't to want be. To I said I wanted to be either an interviewer or I wanted to be a valet to one of the one of the women. I was like, I'd like to do the gender role reversal. Unfortunately, I didn't get to do that. I was an interviewer. Interviewed Hugo Knox, who famously made me feel like I was a different species. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, w- I would totally sign up to be a male a male valet at that show. <laughs> People think Tony Nese got abs. They never seen Hugo Knox. That's true. In Scary the in the dude. purple polka dots. Yeah. <laughs> I think he was only on NXT TV twice. And he was good too. He never got a fair shake. No, he. So you probably never saw him talk. I don't think he ever talked on NXT. Not on NXT, but on Breaking Ground, he had that little promo. That's right. So I was there for a promo class, and his promo was great. And even the interview he did with me, we didn't prepare for it ahead of time. It, and you know, as scripted as these these talents all are, he came. He went up the ramp after his match. He won his match against Riddick Moss, and I interviewed him. And just on his feet, he was really good. And that's why I had high hopes for him, because I thought this guy has both aspects of it. He's a good athlete. He has a great look. He obviously chiseled out of granite. Uh, and he had a good personality. But, yeah, he never got an opportunity to to do anything. And I don't know if I'm not supposed to say this. <laughs> so 
is what probably won't get back to uh, Hugo Knox anyway, and if I'm not supposed to say it. Um, I had, like, contacted with him back and forth after that day, like, a couple times. Um, and when he got released or whatever, I reached out to him, like, you know, I, I still think, like, you're going to be really successful. I don't know what happened, but, like, I, I expect to see you succeed somewhere. And he told me it was basically a misdiagnosed neck injury, which led to a falling out between him and NXT, and that's why he left. So it wasn't that he's not good, so they're releasing him. There was, like, an actual medical issue where they agreed to part ways. But, yeah, disappointing that he we never got to see what he could have became because I think he would have been an entertaining guy, especially in NXT. Um, so, yeah... Bring back Hugo Knox as a male valet. <laughs> he called himself the full throttle male model. Like, come on. That's, I feel like it's a great catchphrase. Um, anything else on evolution? These women are better than most men. That's all I've got to say. I've been They're going to crush it. They are going to crush it. Oh, and I forgot the... Uh, I'm kind of assuming that the May Young Classic final is going to be Ayo Cherie and Deanna Perrazzo, too, so... Let me twirl my smarky mustache. <laughs> Io Shirai. <laughs> <laughs> Did Deanna Perrazzo sign with mm-hmm. NXT? She's like a new performance mm-hmm. center. Yep. She is so overrated. She is not good. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. And that's my twin brother's girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> They're almost married. She is not good. I tell him this all the time. You know what he says? He just calls me a numpty and laughs. <laughs> Yeah, I mean she's fine. I don't. I never thought she was anything to write home about. Her and Chelsea Green. Chelsea Green. <laughs> I actually think Chelsea Green's pretty good. Yeah, she's good. And she's a good character. Deanna Perrazzo. Yeah. She wears a stupid Ferrari logo. <laughs> I'm she's <sorry>. Italian. <laughs> of course she is. <laughs> she's Italian. That's why she's wearing it. That's why her name's Deanna Perrazzo. Yes. Uh, all right. So Roman Reigns. Number one contender for the, the Universal Championship, was he, which has not been seen since WrestleMania. Right? Have we seen it? He's never showed up, right? Nope. I'm not, like, forgetting a week that he popped up somewhere? Nope. Popped up in UFC. Right. But no he didn't title. have the Universal title with him. Uh, Prep, what did you think of this main event? Roman versus Bob for number one contendership. So, two of my favorites <laughs> in the main event. So, you got Bob as one of your favorites now? I mean... I mean, I know he's sitting right there with you. He's right here. I can't not you say You can't it, diss you know? him because he's right there. <laughs> I think it's more because Mike Canellas keeps posting pictures with him, like, from live events. I'm like, why aren't they putting this on TV? <laughs> that was so good. Because I bet you would like Lashley so much more if you saw this. I thought the match was really sloppy. I wanted to like it a lot, but there was a lot of missed spots. A lot of timing was off between them. And it's crazy because I thought their match on the pay-per-view was really good. Still with, like, spots missed and stuff, I thought they did all right. But this match was really sloppy. I saw them miss a lot of cues. Lashley was too close to Roman at times, and Roman didn't know to pull back. So he was just like... Basically, instead of Superman punch, he was throwing forearms. Yeah. But we got the, we got what we needed to the see. desired result. Yeah. <laughs> Roman won. That's all that matters. Yeah. Alo, your thoughts? 
the match was sloppy. I do remember at a point where uh, Roman Superman punches more of a Superman forearm. <laughs> but um, I did enjoy the match, even though it was a bit sloppy. I, I think it was more of the fact that this was actually for something. You can kind of see how you can kind of see it was actually for something by like how aggressive Bobby Lashley was. I thought he was a little, little bit more aggressive in this match than he was at Extreme Rules because it's, it's actually for something. Even in his backstage promo before the match, it wasn't that great, but. He was like adamant about I'm going to be Brock Lesnar. I want to be Universal Champion. So like the match had meaning to it. And I got to give it to Roman. When Roman selling Lashley's spear. That was amazing. I thought that was great. Mm-hmm. And so I thought the match was good too. It was a bit sloppy, but it had more meaning to it. So that's why I enjoyed it more because I actually like knew knew this was we were getting something out of this. Yeah. And what I said was going to happen happened. Right. So I love this story. Love the match, <laughs> love the outcome, and love the big dog as the number one contender. That's all I have to say about that. And I hope he finally wrestles this title, wins the tug of war finally with Brock Lesnar, and becomes the Universal Champion. What are you waiting for at this point? Either give it to him now or just be done with the whole project. Remember, Brock is booked for the post SummerSlam Raw. So remember, they do have good matches too. So don't write this off. So, you I'm heard gonna, the crowd, right? I, I'll watch it on mute. What were they doing? They were cheering. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll watch Roman versus Brock on mute at SummerSlam. I need to watch WrestleMania on mute again. Yeah, I'll watch any show in Brooklyn on mute at this point. I don't care what it is. I can't hear that crowd. And my guess is, I, I mean, I don't feel like hearing commentary either. <laughs> so what's the difference? Yeah, I can only hear Shut Up Saxton so many times. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm happy with with the result. I hope we get the desired result when this match happens. Eventually. Yes. Uh, AJ and Samoa Joe. So good. Yeah, first thing I have to say, I love AJ signing the contract without an opponent. (laughs) Just, I'm signing the contract for a title match at SummerSlam. Don't even care who it is. Wait, did you love the other return with Samoa Joe? (laughs) Uh, what are we? What return are we talking about? Samoa Joe had a match. Oh, I will get to that. Hang <laughs> on just a okay. Believe me, I have a note on that. Uh, <laughs> but I love AJ signing the contract without knowing the opponent. Just sign me up. I'm going to defend this title. Obviously, popped for Ellsworth coming out. I was hoping he would come out, and he did. And I really love the way they handled. Ellsworth's whole segment in this one, him coming out saying J to the is Ames, E to the <laughs> Mella may be money, but Ellsworth is exquisite. And that wink, the over exaggerated wink, is almost as good to me as the Vince over exaggerated gulp. Not as good, but it's close for me. Uh, I love that he pointed out. I came back for that title. Like the, the, the whole reason he came back was to get that title. And he pointed out that I beat you three times, and as they say, the fourth time's a charm. And then he gets himself fired for picking on Paige, and she literally kicked him directly out the door. So good. And six-inch heels. Yeah, loved every second of it. Loved that she was the one that actually physically got him out the door. Anytime he takes a bump from a female, I love that. And then we come to find out that Joe destroys... AJ, while everybody was paying attention to Ellsworth. Um, thoroughly enjoyed this whole segment. I'm really excited for that match. I think it's going to be great. I, and this is one that I don't think they can take the teeth out of. Nope. 
Like, they, the, the Nakamura AJ stuff wasn't very good. This, I think, there's no way that it's going to be anything less than phenomenal, like pun intended. Yeah, well, Nakamura didn't do much before AJ right. either, so it's we didn't expect much. Like, he, he had his little NXT run, he had two or three good matches there, and then he came up and did nothing. Turned heel, that was cool, but then what? Nothing. Right. So it's there wasn't much we could expect from that, but Samoa Joe... Samoa Joe, they've kept special. They've kept him nice and away from things when he needed to be away. But when he's on TV, <coughs> it feels important. He's believable. And just so much swag. That, <laughs> that word hasn't been used since 09. But I'm going to say it anyway. He has like this aura about him that when I saw him come out and when he beat up AJ, I was so, so pumped. Yeah, agreed. Alo? Yeah, um... First, I hate those those contracts. Make me laugh every time I see them. <laughs> the pay per view logo in big letters and AJ, the champion, whoever, whoever versus whoever, and that's all the contract is. Always makes me laugh. The only way it could look any more silly is if they had somebody draw it with a crayon or something. <laughs> like that will always make me pop. <clears throat> but um, AJ needs this because AJ hasn't really done anything good in a long time, and you guys. Rest- Talk about Roman Reigns gets stuffed down, shoved in our throat. Well, AJ Styles is kind of shoved in our throat with Roman Reigns. <laughs> That's a story for another day. But, <clears throat> yes, AJ needs something really... Re- His work rate is so high, though. Because <laughs> he, yeah, he was in Japan. But, um, yeah, he needs something here because... He's fantastic cash. <laughs> he is. I love it. Yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah, <laughs> but he needs something here big time because he just been kind of, like, going through the motions since, since he's won the title, really, because... The best match he's really had since he's been champion was with Brock, and that was a Survivor Series. But he needs this more than anything because none of his feuds, he's been feuding with Nakamura since, what, Feb- February for the most part? And then nothing nothing he's done has been important. And one thing about Samoa Joe is Samo- Samoa Joe has not had a bad feud on the, on the main roster or in NXT at all. He has not had a bad feud. And he, had, he gives so much realism to any feud he's in. And the way he just choked, choked AJ out in the middle ring, it was believable. And I loved what he did backstage with Paige. When Paige said, why'd you do that? I picked you because you were, what you say, spontaneous. She said you were unpredictable, I unpredictable. think. Unpredictable. And uh, I don't remember. And he was like, well, that's what I did. That's what, that's, <laughs> that's what I did. Like He was like even yelling in her face. Like, we were talk, talk about his tone and his promos, how you go from low to high real quick. And it's really believable. And he says, like, it, that was unpredictable. And better yet, that was phenomenal. I, was yeah. like, I love that line. So I'm excited for this. It's supposed to be going to leave September to Hell in a Cell. And I think no matter what, this feud is actually going to be really good because it's, Joe's not had a bad feud, and these two worked together in, in, in TNA in the past, and they're finally doing, bringing it to the WWE. And I have no doubt that this feud will be great because of Samoa Joe. And AJ needs something. Agreed. He's a legitimate threat to AJ, You like you said about the believability aspect. You believe him as a guy who can destroy AJ. I think his work on the microphone, we've talked about this before, is one of the most underrated talkers, I think, in the whole industry. His matches are always good, so I can't wait for it. I really enjoyed the way that it got laid out on SmackDown, and I'm really excited to see where it goes by the time we get to to SummerSlam. Uh, So you mentioned another return. Samoa Joe faced R-Truth in his return match to SmackDown. One of my favorites, Ron Killings. 
<clears throat> I don't care what anybody says. The crowd was very into his entrance on Tuesday <laughs> night. And I don't care what anybody says. Our truth can still go. <laughs> Did you hear what Grave, um, Saxon says? You know the words, Graves? I don't think truth does either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. He gave Samoa Joe a little trouble early on in the match. <laughs> and I love—I th- I don't remember who it was, if it was Graves or somebody else, that said, uh, almost implied, you know, R-Truth really had him on the ropes at one point, as if anyone <laughs> believed there was any chance R-Truth was going to win that match. But I thought it was a fine performance from Truth. I liked his backstage locker room segment. Thought he did well in the match. I thought he did what he had to do out there. Thought he got the crowd into it. And, of course, he did a good job getting put to sleep by Samoa Joe. So did anyone else enjoy the R-Truth Samoa Joe match as much as I did? Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see him back. I mean, he's not going to do much, but anytime he's backstage, you give me that 10-second clip. It's good enough for me because I know it's going to pop you. You're going to come talk about it on the show, and I'm going to laugh too. I'm enjoying him with Ty Dillinger. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think that would be like a real fun gimmick tag team. When Ty told him, you're the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, excellent moment. Do you imagine history. me and our truth since Ty wants to be me so bad? <laughs> well, that would be even better. <laughs> I think you'd get even more out of our truth than, than Ty did. He may be the perfect 10, and I may be the perfect 20. <laughs> well, now I don't know where to go with that. I was going <laughs> to call you the perfect 11, but then I realized... I was the perfect 20 on this show a long time ago. I'm okay taking a backseat to you. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. Then totally you're the perfect 11. Right. Appreciate that. <laughs> uh, Owens, Braun Strowman, and Jinder Mahal. I really enjoyed this segment, too. One, obviously, Owens coming out there with the wrap on his arm and whining and complaining about everything is great. Braun being the monster that he is is great. And then Jinder being brought out there as the one who was going to calm down the monster. <laughs> I actually enjoyed that. This whole Shanti thing is the best thing I've ever done with Jinder. This was my favorite thing on Raw. <laughs> because if Jinder Mahal would have been this from the rip, yeah. no championship run because obviously it would have been a, a comedy thing. Nobody would hate him. This is funny. Like When he came out and did it to Braun, <laughs> I loved every second of it. I swear, this might have been... If Samoa Joe wasn't on Tuesday, this would have been my favorite thing this week. It's up there. It was it was a good segment. Halo, your thoughts? I have nothing to say. That, 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 this whole shine. I, I find myself trying to do it, but he does it, comes to the ring and doesn't do it. Shanti. Shanti. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Um, it works. Try it. <laughs> and we end up with Owens in a match at SummerSlam for... The briefcase, and it is a match that Owens can win by any means. If Braun is disqualified, he wins anyway. Any any way that he wins this match, he wins the briefcase. I had been on record as saying I love the person who's going to be the most annoying with the briefcase having it, and that I didn't think Braun needed it. I think it's wasted on him. Is there any chance that we see this switch at SummerSlam? I, I think there's a chance because, like you, like you said, because when they made the stipulation, I was like, huh. Uh, oftentimes when they have that stipulation, when money in the bank took shank, like money in the bank on the line, it's only changed hands one time, and that was because Kennedy got suspended, I believe. So that's the only reason that changed. But RVD and Shelton, they had a match for it. It was title versus briefcase. 
RVD won that match. Matt fought Edge. Edge won that match. But like you said, Braun doesn't need it. And also advertised for Hell in a Cell September was Owens and Reigns. And this is a match where I can really see Braun like really getting disqualified or counted out just to beat up Kevin Owens. Right. Yeah. I don't care about winning this match. I just want to beat you up as much as I can. Yeah. And I said I could. I would really enjoy the like we talked. You talked about last week of the whole. Even though you lost and got beat up, it's like, <laughs> I won. Yeah. I won. That's I can see Kevin Owens doing that here. Yeah. Because Braun could just be like, be not like not just not even care what he's doing. He's just beating up Kevin Owens, and Kevin Owens would probably just allow it because he knows what he's doing. So, I I think that would be a great thing for him to do, like especially for like Owen, Braun to just flat out destroy him and Owens possibly cashing at SummerSlam. And the last thing you would think about think about is Kevin Owens because he was just so beat up. Yeah. I mean, he kind of did that on Monday. Mm-hmm. The whole thing of I, I won the match. So, well, you, you didn't really. <laughs> <laughs> oh, his promo was great. He's like, the reason I'll be fe- I'd be friendly to you is because my son Owen wanted to be like Nicholas <laughs> and possibly be a tag team champion with you. I thought that was great. Yeah, I thought it was excellent. I'm looking forward to seeing Braun continue to torture Kevin Owens for the next few weeks. And I really hope that they managed to give Kevin Owens the win and give Kevin Owens the briefcase. That would make me very happy on Monday nights to see Owens walking around with that briefcase. Yeah, and then, remember, he never got his rematch for the Universal title, so right. there you go. Yeah. Uh, Randy Orton, apparently there's a lot of fanfare about a promo he did on Tuesday <laughs> night. My only note for this is, who cares? I didn't watch it. Randy Orton, to me, in my time watching wrestling, is... Of all the like, top-level guys is the most boring to me that I've ever seen. I'm at a point where they could do anything with him, and it is not going to matter to me. I'm not going to be entertained by I don't need to see him anymore. So if you guys have anything good to say about Randy Orton's promo, feel free to discuss it right now. Well, I don't think Prep has anything to say because he came, he came at his boys. <laughs> but um, he looked like he wanted to be there, but... His reason, but him talking about I want to destroy the fan favorites and got people you cheer for. I don't care. I, I just think this promo was kind of overhyped because of the whole um, bingo halls st- st- stealing a sweet hand gesture sign. I I just think that's where all the 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 um the good from this came from because he he did that and called out assuming assuming the Bullet Club. That's yeah. it. That's where all this the hype for this promo really is. Yeah, I turned on the DVR. SmackDown starts. I hear voices come on. Fast forward it until it was over. It, he delivered it well because we were talking about does he want to be there, but it probably just leads to a triple threat for the U.S. title. Yeah, and I don't even care if he wants to be there. I don't want him to be there anymore, <laughs> and I'm done with him. So that's all I have to say about that. Zelina Vega is a badass. <laughs> Zelina Vega right now is what I loved about Lana. Like, yep. she is that now. And I don't even have a whole lot to say about everything that happened. I just think him with her, I think Andrade with Zelina, I think they can do really big things with it. And I hope they actually are able to do it. I don't know what they're going to do. I'm worried about what they're going to do. But I think it has all the potential in the world to be a really great act for SmackDown. What are your guys' thoughts? 
I'm never going to get tired of the double tranquilo. No, <laughs> never will. Never. I thought it was great because they were doing it on live events, but I was like, well, they let them do that on TV? Yeah. But they finally, they do it. So I was like, okay, okay I'm, go- I'm in on this. Yeah, and I'm I'm never going to get tired of that. I'm never going to get tired of seeing him on TV. I'm happy he's getting at least time now because since he's come up, he's been on TV only a handful of times. So if he can perform, I'm happy for him. Yeah, and there was a report after this SmackDown came out that as SmackDown went off the next day that Vince is high on Andrade and Zelina Vega. And we talked about, I, we talked about that when he got called up. I think the big selling point for Andrade is because of her. Because she could, she, could, she could deliver the promos and she could hang with the, anybody on the roster or on the mic. Yeah, because I hate his voice. He has like a <laughs> lisp. It's terrible. Yeah, yeah. Her, her, her Spanish New York accent <laughs> so good. But also, I think even though she's not physically imposing, and I'm not comparing her to China, but I think there's a similar thing that when she's ringside, you're always aware that she's out yeah. there, and you're always aware that she's going to be a factor in the match. Yeah. Well, I'm always aware when she's there. <laughs> and she has a foot tattoo. Yeah. Her slapping Lana, I thought, was a great moment in this match. And obviously Aiden screwing up the whole thing. Makes for me Rusev. sad, man. Yeah. And then Rusev said, maybe none of you are good for mm-hmm. Rusev. It's <laughs> so good. <laughs> did anybody think Lana look, didn't look good on on SmackDown? Like, I'm like, her makeup didn't look right. I'm, I'm, I'm just nitpicking, but... Well, she doesn't know who she is anymore. Yeah. No. She's CJ sometimes. She's Lana. Yeah, it look, her make looked look like she had a, a people's eyebrow drawn on her eyebrow. <laughs> you guys know how I feel about the makeup thing, but... I was like, gosh, she does not look good. Her hair was all over the place. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing with Rusev. I don't know what they're doing with Aiden, Aiden English. They don't know what they're doing with Lana, and she doesn't know what she's doing. So Rusev is great. I could have done with just Rusev and Aiden being together forever, <laughs> but I don't think we're going to have it for too much longer, unfortunately. Um, Sasha and Bailey working together again. What's happening? I, I don't know. I don't really have any comment on it. It's just like, okay, they like each other again. Sasha marking out is like one of my favorite things because she <laughs> cries before anything happens. Yeah. Which I always... She's cute. <laughs> but um, that promo was way... That, that promo was even more mushy than what me and Eric do. So <laughs> that's, saying, that's saying a I lot. I gotta go back and watch this. <laughs> that was saying a lot. Sasha's cute. They're cute. So, Okay. The worst promo of the week I thought was Asuka's with Dasha Fuentes. That her having to say, "Oh, I'm excited for Evolution." Don't make her do that. That's not who Asuka is. Remember last year when somebody asked a question, "Who's the biggest NXT flop?" and I said Sasha at the time. Well, there's a new woman who's the biggest NXT <laughs> flop. Oh yeah, Asuka. Great match at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, but. They killed it. It's not her fault. Yeah, it's not, but it's that's the problem. When you when like somebody's on a on a win, undefeated streak, it's like how do you book them after that? And Oscar's really fell victim of that bad. And she's unfortunately the type that her character is very much defined by what happens in the ring. Mm-hmm. Some people's aren't. The iconics, perfect example. You don't think of them based on their win-loss record. What happens in their matches is secondary to the other stuff they do. Sasha is kind of the same thing. We, we've talked about her not winning enough or her winning a title and losing it immediately. But I think the thing with Sasha is her character, when it's good, is really good. And I think 
even when she loses, she still has a great match and still usually outshines whoever beat her. Asuka is very much defi- defined by what happens in the ring, and what has happened in the ring has not been very good. Speaking of Asuka, how great was Billy Kay selling with that kick? <laughs> <laughs> so good. I love Billy Kay. <laughs> Me too. I love Peyton Royce. I think Peyton Royce is on the list, <laughs> like top five. Billy Kay, man, I don't know something about her. <laughs> good or bad? Good. Good. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Becky beat Carmella to earn the title shot at SummerSlam. We mentioned. I'm very happy for her. I think she really deserves it. I think the work that she's been putting in recently has warranted it. Mm-hmm. And there's no reason for her not to win it. I can't see any reason for her not to win this title in SummerSlam. No, she needs to, Carmella. Now that Ellsworth's gone, there's nothing really for us to care about with her. Well, she's still a great heel. Yeah, she's a great yeah. heel, but I'm just so sick of her title run. Like We have... Alexa already. Like, why we need <laughs> B-plus Alexa? Well, you have the, the Monday Alexa and the Tuesday <laughs> yeah, Alexa. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they were going for. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. I want to see her win back that title. She mentioned it a couple months ago. I'm tired of saying, I was this, I was that. I'm ready to be it again. And I'm ready for her to be that again, too. And hopefully that leads to... Uh, <laughs> What I assume will be her most memorable run on the main roster with Charlotte soon after. When is Charlotte back? Do we know for sure? Any any day yeah, now. Yeah, I, th- I, I could have sworn it said at the end of the month, which is, which is the end of the month, so probably maybe right. next week. Okay, well, that's good to hear. And another thing, mm-hmm. WWE really missed out on an opportunity with Evolution because I th- around when does the game come out? August? WWE 2K18? Yeah. October. October? And that's when Evolution is, right? Mm-hmm. October 20th. So they made a special Woo edition of the game. Yeah. With Charlotte, like, this little picture of her with Rick. Like, mm-hmm. they should have made a bigger deal of Charlotte and Rick and not just, like, 95% Rick and this little picture of Charlotte. Well, my thing with that was I was shocked they even made Ric Flair, like, the focal point of the whole... um the big bundle for the game. I was like, really? Flair? Really? I don't even have the system that it's on mm-hmm. and I want it just for the <laughs> pop. Because that, like even like even now with video games, they sell that. That that thing's expensive. It's probably like 120. It's 130. 130, yeah. 130 for the whole thing. But so <laughs> It's a lot of stuff. What all are you getting? You get the season pass, which is 30 bucks. So so whenever they, that, whenever they drop new content for like, I'm assuming they're going to have some Superstar Showcase back. DLC. The DLC for like the new characters. And they're supposed to be doing DLC and updating mm-hmm. the tires this go around. And you get like WWE Supercard, that, that, the mobile game stuff for that. You get the DLC, you get the pop, and you get like. You get a Hall of Fame ring. You get a, you get, you get a replica Hall of Fame ring this year. You There's a, a lot plaque, of stuff. A plaque with a piece of the robe. Yeah. It's like. A bunch of little things. Yeah, it's a things. lot of stuff. I just want it for the pop. The yeah. pop is like from the uh, from the from some promo. Like he's wearing the gear from a promo. Yeah, he has the but belt he has on. the world like the regular world title. That's cool. It's dope. So you'll just buy it just for that. I just want the, the pop. system to play the game. Well, because the pop's gonna go for just as much as the game. So right. you might as well buy the game, sell the game, and keep the pop. Yeah, because I always buy the season. I always buy the game with the season pass anyway. Because it's cheaper to buy it there, and if you just if you like if you buy the superstars individually, you're paying like seven bucks for the 
three, four bucks for one. If it's a tag team, probably I think it's like seven bucks. So it's kind of better off to just buy the entire season pass, and then you get like the downloadable content throughout the year. And like I said, they're supposed to do way more for DLC this year. Yeah. And I think they're updating the tires and superstars throughout the year. They got a lot to do because this game sucks. Yeah, because I have <laughs> 2K18 and on Xbox, it tells you how long you play the game, like duration, lifetime. So that game, I've only played it for a total of four hours in a year and I got to release that because there's nothing to do in it. Because My GM mode is supposed to be back this year, I think. And then I don't care about my career mode because I'm I never like really been big in career like creating myself or anything so I don't care about that. But I've I, always been big on that. I, I never. It's always been my favorite feature of video game and is that, making myself and then playing it. And then the thing is like they have like the face recognition, but WWE they don't do like NBA does. NBA you could use your your webcam on your Xbox mm-hmm. to do it. WWE you have to go online, upload a picture of your face, and then do all this extra crap. They just need to make it simple, just like. NBA 2K18 it's the same same, same brand company. same company same engine I don't know why I don't use the same engine but I've never been big on that it and bothers me because 2K makes the best basketball game why can't they make a good wrestling game yeah so it's like my, for this one for 2K18 it was like I have nothing to do in it it's like I turn it on I'm, like, I'm just having matches to have matches I'm not a big fan of universe mode because you, you, you basically book it but it's like you gotta go through the whole show and then they added like this stuff like you could do promos now, but you just gotta pre- you pick what you want to say, and it's too much. So, I'd rather just watch people play on YouTube <laughs> at this point with that game. Fair enough. Um, last thing I have in my notes is the Miz and Mrs. Seg- segment at the end of SmackDown. So good. So good. The whole thing with the babysitter, and then <laughs> him bringing out the baby. Saying that the mention of Daniel Bryan's name made Monroe Sky go to sleep. How about him like moving in slow motion <laughs> during his entrance? Yeah, he's like yeah. <laughs> having Maurice uh, put the the rope down for him. <laughs> very well executed segment. Obviously, very well done on the microphone. Him throwing the doll at Daniel Bryan. And then even going so far as to have to tell the crowd it was a baby doll. <laughs> and the doll, or the baby in the back was an actor. Yeah. <laughs> you think I would bring Monroe's guy to a city like this? Where were, even were they? No idea. Um, I, I love the segment. I really enjoyed it. Do you think that they just lit the fire for this thing? Or do you think it's just never going to be as good as it should have been? It's not going to be as good as, as it should have been because it should be for the main title. It should yeah. be for the, <laughs> for the WWE title because this is a match that's at least, what, dang, what 2010, eight years in the making, but you could also arguably say it's two years because Brian couldn't wrestle when he first became GM of SmackDown. Yeah. So this match should be for, for, the, for the WWE title. It really should because The Miz has been great for the last two years. And he deserves it. And Brian should be climbing up that ladder to become champion. So he, so everything, so this match, this feud should be more than what it actually is. I agree. It should be for the title. Obviously, we're wasting our breath because the people making the show don't care about that. That's not a priority for them. The title is just going to be on somebody that they want to put it on at the time. How they go about getting it, what their story is to get there. How they win it, none of that matters to them. It's just going to be... Like, when Roman wins, I think it's going to just be 
all right, well, Roman's the champion now. It's not going to be some great story that was told. I believe it should be for the main title. I believed that about Jericho and Owens. I thought that should have been for the V title at WrestleMania. It was supposed to be. And it's stupid that it wasn't. Uh, Prep, what do you think? Do you think that there's any chance this is going to be as good as we all think it should be? Yes. Or do you think it's always going to be like a notch below? No, I think you guys are all going to eat your words. I don't want to hear nothing about how good the match was. (laughs) With Brian and, and Miz? Yeah. Oh, we know it's going to be good. It's just it would mean so much more if it was for the title because Brian could be chasing the Miz and the title. I don't even mean us specifically. I mean the the quote-unquote WWE universe as a whole. Do you think as a group everyone will be bought into this as much as they would have been had as soon as Daniel Bryan came back, he went after Miz, and they just went for it? Do you think they lost anything by waiting so long? Or do you I don't think, think they so. can rebound from it? I, th- I think it's going to be something special. I hope it is. I just, I think Miz relit it. Like, after seeing Tuesday, I'm, like, excited for it again. So, basically, this is a case of you think something is dead up until it's not anymore. Yeah, well, I didn't even know, like, because Brian hinted at it the whole time, and then Miz would, like, give little sly comments. Mm-hmm. But you know how WWE is. Like, we don't know what's going to happen until it actually happens. So the fact that they were finally in the ring together, it's like, okay. Yeah, that they were in the ring together and that Miz was so underhanded about how the way he went about it. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a great, it was a brilliant lead-in to the first episode of Miz and Mrs. Did either of you watch it or no? I did. I didn't get a chance to watch it yet. Thank God that they bumped Chris Lee for the Miz. (laughs) Yes. I I didn't have to hear that accent at the end of my DVR recording. How you gonna bump me prep? <laughs> <laughs> There's one thing that did actually make me laugh on the commercial. <laughs> is when he had gout. Oh, so good. I watched that. Said, so they good. They said it's called like the King's the Disease King's or something disease. like that. And he's like, ah, oh, you thought I was a queen. <laughs> I only know that because of mine. I got some ro- I got a royalty disease. <laughs> so good. Leave it to me to get a royal yeah, royal <laughs> disease or something. Me and like Angel that. are dead. <laughs> he is great. He really is. Yeah, great. I'll tip my cap to that one. That that did make me laugh, but I just can't take that accent. Because um, um, he was like rolling around in a wheelchair or whatever, and his wife was like, "Can I get you some? Some ass." <laughs> <laughs> wow. So good. Oh, Chris Lee. <laughs> Might start watching this. Oh, Chris Lee, you devil. It's great. I'm, I'm not over-exaggerated. This you show, dog. He is amazing. Yeah, I can't take it. Uh, King's disease. <laughs> anybody have anything else from the two weekly shows? Oh, God. Oh, did you guys listen to Elias album? No. I started two today, but I had to turn it off. I swear, I it's a 15-minute promo. Yeah? Because he is he is pooping on cities and stuff and destroying fans. It is great. Hmm. Isn't one of the songs, like, same song, different city? Yes, something like that. <laughs> but so good. He's, like, destroying New York. You would appreciate that. Yeah, well. But he, it's, it's essentially a 15, it's only four songs. Does he destroy Boston at any point? Uh, I don't think so. I think he talks about Philadelphia. Maybe he's a Celtics fan. And then there's this one song where he's. Uh. This is one song when um, it's supposed to be ending. He's like, nope, it's not over. <laughs> <laughs> so good. It's, it's essentially a 15 minute promo. Did it's it ever good. get to number one on iTunes? I haven't checked. 
You know what? We would have known because it's all they would have talked about. Yeah, they talked about it being 13th. Okay. Because it was 16 when the show started, they said. It didn't get to like the 12 or 13. Well, good for him, though, for getting in the top 15 on iTunes. Yeah. For not being a real musician. Yeah. <laughs> It, like, it, it was great, and I love what they did with him on Raw, being interrupted the whole time. And then yeah, he, that was good. He had a line saying, "You got you guys are have to buy two albums, <laughs> one for yourself, and the person you're going to be after you can listen to this." <laughs> <laughs> I love the line. Line of the week, <laughs> yes. Even better than the King's Disease line. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I have nothing else. So you want to jump into listener questions? I, I could have sworn I had something. I can't even suck it. Well, if you think about it at some point, just throw it. Okay. In. Oh, um, Matt Riddle supposedly signed with WWE. That's He's right. pulled out of um, his bola in on PWG. What do you guys think? I know you're a big fan of Matt Riddle. Big fan of Matt Riddle as a talent and as like a guy. Uh, I've been rooting for him since he was on the Ultimate Fighter like ten years ago. He was just a kid. I'm happy to see him get there. I know he's had some roadblocks on his way there, and a lot of people didn't think he'd ever get there. As Stephen A. would say. Yeah. <laughs> Stay off the weed! <laughs> well, he said if they pay him enough, he's he won't do it. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm happy for him. I don't think it's the best decision for him creatively, but maybe he just doesn't care about that anymore. Mm. He just wants to get, get them checks. and Monetarily, he's... Yeah. Ball. Well, if he stays in NXT, I'm sure he'll be yeah, just he'll be fine. fine. He, he won't, That's true. He won't have to wear boots in NXT. No. Yeah, I mean, I hope it works out for him. I'm happy for him to get the payday. I'm happy for him to reach this point that a lot of people didn't think he would, and I think he deserves it. Yeah. That might have been my single favorite moment ever of a House of Hardcore. That's my favorite video of you ever. Not knowing <laughs> he was going to be there, and then, like, Eck getting it at the perfect... Or, yeah. Unge, sorry. <laughs> I think it was Unge, right? I think she so. got it at the perfect moment, <laughs> like my reaction, and it was genuine. <laughs> like I, nobody knew he was going to be there. Yeah, it's a great, a great video. One and of the greatest we, videos to ever make its way into a group chat with us. When we told him about it, he said, "Well, it's not the first time somebody pissed themselves seeing me." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's like a cool guy too. You know, I met him at a house of hardcore back. I think it was in April. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And, yeah, super nice guy. It was cool to meet him. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy for him. Yeah. And, <laughs> uh, yeah, and um, I, I've been told, I told Prep and Eck about this. Um, there's a show on Netflix called The Toys That Made Us. And, um, they're doing wrestling. They're doing wrestling yes. figures for season three. And also, for me, they're doing Power Rangers, which is... <laughs> I'm in it for the flip heads. I watched that for sure. <laughs> well, well, it's a whole thing, but see, I know a lot of the whole story already. So I'm in. I don't know if you guys ever watched it at all already, but I they did, do. Yeah, even if you're not interested in anything that they've done, like they did Star Wars, they did Transformers, they did Barbie. Hello Kitty. Bar- the Barbie one's the best one. Yeah. But Hello Kitty too. But even if you're not into it, it's a well produced show. And um, today, <laughs> and then today they actually. Uh, they showed them interviewing Haim Saban, the creative, the creative of the person who brought Power Rangers to the U.S. And I'm in, I'm excited because they also do Ninja Turtles too. And I'm also, I'm excited to see where it goes. What's the show called? The Toys, the to- that, the made toys us? that Made Us. It's on Netflix. Season yeah. two, right? Season three. Three? Yeah, because it, it the part season two is supposed to be part two of season one, but they didn't do it that way. But yeah, Power Rangers for me, you know. It, it made me who I am today. <laughs> and uh, wrestling figures, I'm sure you'll see Zack Ryder on their prep. 
But, um, <laughs> That's the only downfall. Yeah, I, gotta I was gonna say you just made him not want to see it now. Yeah, but um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's a it's a well it's a well produced show. Even if you're not into it, just give it a watch. Uh, yeah, it sounds like a fun show. All right, so what do we have listener questions this week? Uh, we have a statement. Okay. From uh, Don Lloyd on Lloyd, no relation. <laughs> he says, <clears throat> "Slammiversary was better than Mania." Not a question, just a fact. I can't dispute it because I haven't seen Slammiversary. And again, I'm in one of these positions where I don't really want to be on either side of the argument. <laughs> I'd love to say Slammiversary. You know what? There aren't a lot of smarks who like TNA, so I'll give it to you. Slammiversary <laughs> is probably better. But uh, to be a smart back to you, it's just, it's just impact now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like I can't like, like like Ron. I can't I can't dispute it, and I have a different opinion about WrestleMania than he did. Me and Prep both gave it showstoppers, and uh, I'm paraphrasing his his reason a bit, but he just said it just didn't do it for me. But I'm not gonna argue about what you liked. Right. If you liked it, you liked it. Yeah, wrestling wrestling like it, subjective, like so I'm not gonna argue that but I've heard good things about Impact lately um, Sammy Callahan I heard has been killing it with Pentagon I heard the, the hair versus mask match was great and um, I heard Tessa Blanchard versus Ali was great and even the main event Aries and Moose for the title I thought I heard good things about that and overall I've heard Impact's been good and I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a watch every now and then because they actually have some people I do like in there and um, there's a woman in there that I think about you every time I um, watch. It's um, Kira Hogan. Kira Hogan. Because she... We saw her at uh, when we went to WrestleCon. Did we? No relation oh, yeah. to the Hulkster? No. No relation Even though she does wear red and yellow, but... Um, you love the girl her. on fire. What's her name again? Kira, Kira Hogan. Hogan. All right, remind me after the show. You like Naomi? You'll like her. Okay. All right. I, I have an image in my head of what she probably looks yes. like. <laughs> you like her. And I assume I probably will like her. Yes. And we have a question from Yep. <laughs> <laughs> She's no penny. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. Just wanted to make sure yeah. on air. Yeah. Second opinion, yep. Yeah, we have a question from uh, Sean Klinberg. Okay. Uh he says, okay. Did you got? Do you guys think WWE should steal a few of Impact's gimmicks, like have women's tag titles, gut checks, and Bound for Glory series? I literally know nothing about TNA other than Samoa Joe was in it. Uh, AJ Styles was in it. I know a bunch of old WWE superstars were in it at one time, and I know Jay Lethal did like spun some gold <laughs> years ago. Um, so I can't answer that question other than to say if they take anything from TNA or Impact, it can't hurt. So <laughs> that's my answer. So Gut Check was basically tough enough, so Impact stole that. Women's tag titles, I don't think they need any more titles. And what was the last one? Bound for Glory series. Bound for Glory uh, We don't need any more tournaments either. We get enough of those. <laughs> yeah, just give me King of the Ring. <laughs> Properly. 
And I've, I'd rather actually see a, another cruiserweight classic. That too, but um, yeah, the ba- I was never really a big fan of the Bound for Glory series. I never really was. It's weird the point system. Yeah, it's, it's like weird. it's this whole point system and stuff. I was never really a big fan of that at all. And um, we talked about the women's tag titles a little bit earlier. I'm for it, but you have to act like kind of like do a lot to actually build that division for it to make a little bit more sense. And gut check, I don't care. Because even the last Tough Enough going around. Yeah. I didn't watch, but I did hear a lot about Patrick Clark. That's all I heard about from Tough Enough last season. And Mandy. Yes. Pat wasn't talking. He wasn't talking about her, though. No. <laughs> but I was a big Patrick Clark fan at that time. <laughs> yeah, we got a question from the Godfather of the podcast, Joe Lafferty. Okay. A couple things. Congratulations to the women. Unfortunately, I believe the main event will be Ronda versus Stephanie. <laughs> what a guy On brand What a guy <laughs> Do you see this leading to their own show Their own brand Second It sounds like Brock is scheduled to appear next week on Raw Would you like to see Brock cash in prior to SummerSlam So first question I don't know for sure That they're going to get their own brand But I do believe at the very least They're workshopping the idea by doing this show They're going to see what the response is to it and then probably gauge going forward if that's what they want to do. So I think there's a chance that's where they're going. But to be definitive, I'm going to say yes. I do think they're going down the road of giving the women their own brand. And the other one was, do I want to see Braun cash in before SummerSlam? Mm-hmm. I, I want to see Braun cash in right this second <laughs> and just get the Universal title back on TV and get Brock Lesnar out of my WWE watching and fan experience. So those are my two <laughs> answers. Yeah, we talked about that at left earlier in the show. I said I do think they'll be trying to get there'll be a women's show in the future. And as far as the Braun thing, I think it'll be really cool if Braun just when Brock shows up on Monday that Braun just confronts him no matter what. If if that happens, I do think oh that means Owens is winning the briefcase somehow, some way. And that's that's what I think. Okay. So now I'm right. I'm sorry. I had to go to the bathroom. But uh, it the, happens. How cool would it be if Braun cashed in on Monday? That'd be great. Yeah, I think I, th- I think no doubt he'll like attempt to cash in. That would be my favorite Brock segment in like three or four years. <laughs> that might end up being my favorite Braun segment in a while. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah, I would love it if he did that on Monday. And for the women, they're gonna rip it. So you got another question for me? Yeah. So. I got a question from uh, Elite Collector, Jay Vargas. He has thoughts on Shinsuke possibly returning to New Japan. It's an interesting question because there's like a part of me that thinks he's a little bit up there in age. He probably gets to take it a little bit easy in WWE and is making, I'm assuming, probably more money. Do you think? I don't, but you don't I'm, think I'm sure. So. Nah, I'm sure he makes good money though. But you're assuming that he is working a much easier, has a much easier time physically. Oh yeah, for sure. So there's part of me that thinks he's probably like, cool. These are my, this is the twilight for me. I might as well take it easy. There's another part of me that thinks, how could he be happy doing what he's doing now? But I have to, in order to take a stance. Yeah, I'm going to say he's had enough of being the king of strong style, and he's cool with 
being the kicking rock back, star. <laughs> kicking back and being the rock star in WWE. So that's what I think. Yeah, I'm, I don't know because I don't know because like Ron said, like he hasn't done anything on, on the WWE roster. Even his NXT run in retrospect was kind of stale because he was feeding with Joe for just about half of it. But from his most memorable matches, his best match was with Sami Zayn. That was, that was his debut. It's a, they haven't done a whole lot with them, and it, that goes back to the whole thing of like, are you happy doing what you're doing? Because you're not doing much, right? But you've already done a lot, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he has nothing to prove. Yeah, he does in the business. You know, I mean, there's not much for him left out there other than him saying, "Hey, this I know I could do better somewhere else." But is he really motivated to to do that all again? To answer this question, I'm going to use one of Ron's least favorite quotes of all time. Okay. From Kevin Garnett. <laughs> oh, God. Anything is possible! <laughs> well, I can't dispute that. Anything <laughs> is possible. And I wouldn't be shocked if he went back, but I just think if I was him, I'd be like, yeah, I'll just take this money in and relax for the rest of the time I'm doing this. And he could have a longer career. Working in WWE, yeah, and also AJ and uh, Gals Anderson contracts are up that time, same time as Nakamura's too. Hmm. Don't worry, they're all getting resigned. <laughs> I have no doubt about it that they're probably working the AJ's on not going right now. AJ's not. I don't even think the Good Brothers are going anywhere. Probably not. I'm sure they like living in the U.S. and yeah. staying in the U.S. Right. Uh, any other questions? That's it. All right, well, oh, hey. oh, yeah, go ahead. He did have another part, mm-hmm. and I thought that you would... This might be a Ronnie versus the world. <laughs> so he says, also, WWE's apparent interest in bringing back the new IWGP US champ, Juice Robinson. Oh, yeah, that came out a couple hours ago. That's an interesting one. It doesn't get to a Ronnie versus the world because the idea of it doesn't make me angry. It doesn't make you mad that they, like, he's a champion now. He's getting a lot of buzz over there. Oh, you mean that they squandered him when he was here. Yeah. And now he's successful over there. Now they want to bring him back. You know what? Actually, now that you paint it that way, that does actually kind of piss me off. That's what made me think that it would annoy you. So, my first exposure to him was... When he lost, I believe, to Kevin Owens yep. in Kevin Owens' debut at what... Pa- I never remember what that one was called. Uh, takeover... That was Sasha versus Charlotte. Yeah. Oh, God. God, me, me can't remember that name. Yeah, that was the first takeover uh, I watched. That was the first time I saw him. I was not a fan of, like, the trunks with the belt that he wore. And then immediately I was like, eh. Our Evolution. Yes. Our Evolution, Okay. But I remember watching a match he was in last summer, and what is it, the G1, or is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did he have a match with Kenny Omega? <laughs> yeah. He beat Kenny Omega, I think. Whatever it was, he had a match. I was like, whoa, that was really good. He's killing it over there. Yeah. And I haven't seen anything he's done since, but what was the actual question? How what, do we feel about it? What are Yeah, just what are your broad thoughts on his on their apparent interest with him so i don't blame them for being interested that seems to be what they do somebody makes a name for themselves somewhere else and they decide oh we got to get that 
What I would like to see is them go after him and him basically giving them the stone, stone cold salute and keep doing what he's doing and saying, I don't need you anymore. Well, he did leave on his own, so I I wouldn't think that he'd want to he rush back bad, over. Yeah. Right. He doesn't have, like, bad blood with them. He just moved on. Yeah. Yeah, um... I don't... Like, like, we, like Prep said, he's been killing it in Japan. I've seen a few of his matches. In his match for the, for the U.S. title, that was great. But... It's like Flip Gordon said, a friend of the show. He talked about WWE to just sign everybody. So it's like Juice Robinson. He's like the new, like he's on a hot streak right now. He's like the newest buzz on the independent scene in, in, in Japan. So it's like, huh? How you doing, Juice? You want to come back? You know, it's just, and you want to like we'll stall, we'll, we'll we'll put you away in NXT for a little bit, even though we do love NXT because we see it as, as a whole different property that would that went raw and SmackDown are. But if you look at WWE. NXT right now is stacked. It, like, who's left on the independents? Really, they just signed Keith Lee. Like, who else is really left? But they, everybody's kind. Of, they I got mean, Matt Riddle. The it, best part about the independents is that it cycles through. So yeah. Like, whoever, like Adam Cole left, and then like, look at like people like MJF. You still got Shane Strickland, who yeah, he's the new hot. He's like the new hot thing right now. But the thing is, the guy's been wrestling like. At the top, top for like three years yeah. now, like of the Indies. Yeah, he since everybody else he is gone, he just go anywhere. To yeah, he's just chilling. Yeah, if you're one of the top people on the independent scene, you're probably doing just fine. And they'll always have Joey Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Did and you? Ryback. Oh man, <laughs> they can have him. Yeah. You know he has a bed and breakfast. He's running his house out of his bed and breakfast. Did you hear that? No. You know who else they could have? Who? Zach, Zach Ryder. Ryder. <laughs> yeah, they could have him too. All you uh, smarks can enjoy Ryback and <laughs> Zach Ryder. But yeah, it does annoy me if they decide all of a sudden now to do it. But it, it doesn't surprise me in the least bit because that's just what they do. Uh, is everybody ready for... First, thank you for the questions, everybody. And ready for Stump Alo. Yes. Say hello, you yes, are sir. ready. Okay. So. Hope you brushed up on your 2013. <laughs> According to the internet. Here we go. Not including rumble matches. How many times have Lesnar and Reigns squared off? Please list the matches. Not including? Rumble matches don't count. So, like, if they were both in the Royal Rumble match okay, together, that, that doesn't count. Okay. So you, you name every match they were in together. Yes. Okay. Excluding those, like they okay. don't count, but okay. anything else. Uh, WrestleMania Thirty One. Okay. Uh, the the triple threat at Fastlane with Dean. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brock was in UFC for the rest of that year. Um, the Fatal Five Way last year SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. This past year's WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. The Great Rumble. Mm-hmm. This year's SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Am I missing one? No, you got them all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> got all six. Excellent job, but I will point out, he does not have those two of the matches listed as SummerSlam. He has them listed as SummerFest, <laughs> uh, which I thought he would pop for. Um... Yeah, so excellent job, Alo. That's it? He, yeah, he he well he did text me that it was a layup 
for you this week. Okay. Uh, well, you lied to me then. You what said, did I say? You got a, it was a good Stumpelo this week. Oh, I meant it was good. Well, no, you said if it's anything like last week, and I said <laughs> it's not. Um, I meant good like I know you'll be able to answer. Okay. <laughs> uh, so anything else before we close it out? That's it for the night. Thank you. <laughs> Missing yeah, us. Prep, welcome back. Uh, I did not accept your resignation, <laughs> and I never will. So I guess that's it. Uh, Joel Embiid, I know you're in France right now. When you get back stateside, when you're in the Philadelphia area, we will be ready to trust the process with you. And LeBron, unless Ayla wants to sit down with you one-on-one, you are not invited. And check out Falls Count Anywhere with Russ and Matt. Check out The Perfect Edge. Throwback Madness and Unsanctioned. I believe there's going to be a Throwback Madness in a few weeks. Are you going to announce what it is? Have you announced what it is? Yeah, um, SummerSlam 2002. The best SummerSlam of all time. <laughs> Just, I finally want to get out the way. And hopefully, depending on how that goes, we'll bring back Throwback permanently. <laughs> uh, I would like to say... Because I know he's not going to say it. Mm-hmm. Please listen to Ronnie versus the world. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Fantastic yeah, I was, I was podcast. Not say it. <laughs> but thank you for saying it. I appreciate yes. it. Yes. Uh, yeah, if anybody listens to it, I would greatly appreciate it. Uh, and as far as Matt Madness is concerned, subscribe on iTunes, five star ratings and reviews. Uh, Alo, a little merch to move before we leave. What a maneuver I net to embrace the madness, and I am still working on making next week's show 10 pounds heavier. <laughs> All right. So there you have it. Make of that announcement what you will. Uh, for Preptagon Jr., Josh Prepiguina. For Mr. Wednesday Night Live, Alo Aaron Lloyd. We call him Alo. The ladies call him Balo. I am Ron Pashery, and we will see you next week. Hop the top rope by the lamb's elbow. Got him now, put him down right now, hit him with the palm handle. Tuning up the band, y'all don't understand. Fist of Superman, it's a summer slam. Here we go again. Fans mocking man, man, I hate my balls. Shut the mission, man. It ain't shake the land off the cell. Fans love it, ain't hard to tell. Talking madness, awesome. Well, what I'm cooking, man, y'all off the smell.